We're back for episode five. It's the Vigor Rugby Podcast. Okay, welcome to episode five of the Vigor Rugby Podcast. We're here at Breakfast Club, with usual faces. Liam's here. Jake's here. Hi. Tony's here. Hello. I'm eating my large breakfast still. Uh, Jake, what have you had? I had uh, a traditional breakfast and a muffin with avocado. With two up, two up. Tony? Uh, traditional breakfast and a breakfast show. Tony, two breakfasts. Liam, what'd you have? I had a uh, smashed avocado on brown bread, uh, topped with scrambled egg and smoked salmon. Beautiful, beautiful. Healthy Liam, that's what they call him. <laughs> Big healthy Liam. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll, get to, uh, we'll get to this week's fixture soon, but first up... Let's have a quick mention for Joe Marler retiring from his international duty. How do we feel about it? Uh, 28 years old. He's gutted, but fair play to him, if being honest about it. Do you feel like eight months out from the World Cup, there's got to be something else going on? His excuse was wanting to spend time with family. Yeah, well, he said he was going to. The South Africa tour, he was thinking about it then. Well, he right. took a little bit of time out. A little while ago, years ago, didn't he? Because it was in his life, it was getting to him, his head, wasn't it? He was, um, wasn't feeling right, so maybe it's just come back round again. Mm. I think if you're just... not happy, you're not happy, are you? So. I guess so. But then think about the payday from a from a World Cup. That's like four games on the bounce. Yeah, what is that? Like I mean, 120 bucks, perhaps? He's got enough money anyway, isn't he? Yeah. Pay for him, is it? But they, he, he gets paid anyway, don't matter. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Well, I was just a bit gutted to be honest because yeah. world class props ain't really. They're not few and far between, are they? Yeah, right? well, I think we are. We're going to miss them. It depends. Someone's got to step up now. Mm. We've got Nako there anchoring it down, but it's, you need, there's a few boys around. Mm. Um, Genji's injured at the moment. So. Need some backup. Um, so, a game last night? Yep. Um, what, Jake, did you see the game last night? Yeah, me and Liam watched it. We had oh, a little, yeah. little bro mm. day on. Uh, there you go. Wasps Newcastle. Good game. It was, wasn't it? Very, very good game. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Joe Punch, Newcastle have a chance to win it at the end. Well, they played from. So Wasps were winning by one point. Yep. Yeah. Camped in the. Uh, Newcastle camped in 22. Wasps gave away two stupid penalties. Nathan Hughes, just a bit <laughs> stupid. Donkey. Um, so they kicked to the corner, recycled. I think they paid, I'm sure I heard the commentator say 19 phases. And then, mm, and then eventually they, <laughs> Nick's just goes mm-hmm. second breakfast. It's not for me. That's for Natalie. It's not for me. Definitely not for Nick. Just to confirm. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, so Newcastle, loads of phases, right at the end, and they just couldn't seem to get. Uh, Flood in the pocket and the prop through a forward pass and that was it, game over, I've lost win. Oh, yeah, it was forward pass, wasn't it? Yeah, great, um, great little win for Newcastle though. Well, it was called Wasp on it, so... So you didn't watch it, did you, Nick? Good watching, Nick. Okay, good little win for Wasps. You mentioned something, someone there that I'd heard a bit about in the week when I was listening to one of our rivals' podcasts, doing my research, Nathan Hughes. Nathan Hughes. He wants... A ton of money. Yeah. Absolute bags, mate. But he's what? a donkey. We all know he's yeah. a donkey. For what? <laughs> he wants a, he's no contract. He wants like silly cinema. They reckon he's going to go too long, maybe. What was? Mm. Yeah. He wants like 
600? Mm, yeah. Like, it's going to be like, like 600 a year. One of the highest paid players in the Why? It's not great. No, exactly. He's a donkey and he's not even first choice international for his country because Billy would literally piss on him. It goes to France to get that. If, you want, if, you want, if he's that intent on that money and doesn't want to play for England, he'll go to France. I mean, does he care? Do you reckon he cares that much? I mean, he's not. I know. I know he's he, he English. Ain't but even English, is it? It's basically for G, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I, so does he? I mean, does he? I, I'm not going to question it. But I don't really. Obviously, we don't know. Maybe he does really care about England. Maybe he's, and, yeah, but going from 300 to. But then asking for 600 grand and saying I'll, I'll move on over those, that seems a bit silly. All right, Andy, for pay rise, I think. What are you getting now? I'm only on the basics, sort of 20 grand a year. Mm. Just, uh, it's not bad. It's training. better than me, mate. All I'm getting is free subs. Yeah, no, 20 grand is just not too bad. Why do you need to pay subs? Free subs and a couple of beers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't pay it, man. That's why I'm getting free subs. <laughs> <laughs> Chalking in the ankle, though. I did just jog down the street. Oh, nice. My first proper jog. How much is it home, man? A lot. <laughs> You're gonna bust yourself even more. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, of course. You've got to start doing something at some point, didn't you? Yeah. It's been seven weeks. Well, it's fixed. Yeah. Yeah, have you got a fractured leg? It's fixed now, though. That's seven weeks. Six weeks worth of fracture, isn't it? And then that's healed. No, it hasn't healed, though. Do you mean by Just Dr. Nick. Yeah, that's healed. Feels alright to me. Self diagnosed. It's gradually feeling alright to me. You know, NHS is a hell website. It's just Nick. It's just, Nick. NHS website, it's just yeah. Nick on the other side going, yeah, 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 that's fine. <laughs> no, that's dangerous. <laughs> alright, um. Fixture today, gents. How was training in the week? We got Cobra today. How was training? Were we set? Uh, good quality training sessions, but lack of numbers. Still. I mean, I know we still got a lot of injuries. Particularly around the first team. But if I run you through our pack that we done some run throughs with. Go on then. So it started with uh, the starting front row. Yeah, which is? Uh, starting front row today is Daniel, no, Phil Saul. Didn't start with Phil, starting from right. Yeah. So it started with in training. It was Dan Norton, Harry, Will, me and Liam. Yep. Uh, Hazy at eight. Yep. Who? Don McIlroy at seven. George Rawlings at six. And Ben Buckland at nine. Interesting. Interesting back row. Because of lack of players. Uh, but eventually, Ollie McSweeney come in at nine, which. Uh, Change the game. Just watching like, Nick yeah. put his breakfast wrap in a tough yeah, box. Oh, take no. away your It's not me. It's not, this is not for me. <laughs> so sly. Training was good quality, but yeah, just lacking numbers again. I think he's. Uh, John made a comment at the end of the game, at the end of the training, which I feel a few people will be getting a talking to. Yeah, I think it will be as well. To be honest, from, I haven't been there for a while because of the injuries. Yeah, I don't have a word with these boys because out of all that. But yeah, not training is. Uh, Last year we, were, we had good numbers and we had momentum and that sort of thing. And this year it feels like we've still got momentum, but people are just taking it for granted. Yeah, it's, a, it's annoying, it's frustrating as well. Um, because you can't, like, you need to be running through with your full first time race once a week. Yeah, and we're just definitely. not doing it at the moment. So that will hopefully bring improvements. Predictions for today, Liam? Uh, I'm probably going to get over for another try today. Another try? Oh, you've yeah. had too many. Yeah. Um, all of them eat. I think we'll just edge it out today. Just edge it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think. I reckon, free flying rugby today, I think. I think an eight point win for Vigo. The pitch is looking lovely. Yeah, the pitch yeah. is looking spectacular. Marks his runway, that's going to be. Well done, Andy C. Yeah, yeah. Big Very shout nice. out to Andy Castle. I might try and get him on the history Perfect. lesson later hey, is on. Is there going to be a VP episode. section of the podcast? There's going to be, there's going to have to be, because I'm going to be sitting there 
Yeah, so it's going to have to be uh, live from the VP lunch section, unfortunately. Um, Tone, prediction for today? Um, I think if the rubber stays like this, then we'll get more beer. Yeah, we'll be rugby, I agree. Wise, I mean, we'll, we'll be comfortable. Sun's out, guns Sun's out. out. That's it, we've got the cannons out. Um, Right, some more predictions. We've got some Premiership fixtures today. Bristol, Northampton, Exeter against Worcester, Gloucester against Harlequins, and Saracens against Bath. Four home wins. Four home wins. Interesting. Interesting. But I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think Bristol can Bristol take Northampton. Yeah, I think they will. I can beat Worcester, uh, Gloucester, will probably beat Quinns, even though, I hate to say it, we're on an absolute shocker of a run. Big day for the Cherry and Whites. Gloucester will probably lose. Hopefully. Hopefully Gloucester will lose. Quinns. Saracen's easily going to beat Bath. Easily, with absolute ease. Yeah. I think they'll coast it at 50-pointer. It's my foot. Let's see. Alright, well, we are going to leave it there with Breakfast Club. We've had a little chat. We've been recording 15 plus minutes, so there must be at least five minutes of content there. Um, we'll catch you soon. Bye for now. All right, we're back with the Viger Rebel podcast. I'm here at a um, VP lunch for the first time ever for me. Um, I'm on a table with a few people, but one of those people is Bruce. Hey, dear Bruce. I'm pretty good. Yeah. Good, good. Don't worry, one day you'll be a VP, Nick. Don't worry. Yeah, well, hopefully. You never know. You never know. <laughs> um, I just thought we'd ask you a, uh, well, a quick question about how the minis are doing this season so far. Early doors, I know. But... Yes, it is. Yeah, in fact, uh, first little fixtures just starting off. Uh, looking good, numbers-wise. Uh, probably on a par with last year, 100 plus kids, I think. Uh, when you look out across the field on a Sunday morning, it's nice to see different groups, different age levels, all going about their business, looking uh, looking pretty good. Kids. You know, when we started, uh, I think it's probably six years ago that uh, I came really got involved in it. I can remember we had 46 playing members. Now we're well over 100, so. That's Pretty developing good. quite nicely. Is there many new, many new faces that you spotted this year? Uh, yes, that's a nice thing actually. Now it's a bit like a snowball rolling down a hill. We're, we're getting kids turning up from Aylesford, Gravesend, Medway. Um, usually the crap ones. <laughs> I say that. But, but they're the ones who, back, who get left on the sidelines. You're not crap kids, not in... you're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but often they're the ones that get left on the sidelines because they're not in the first team. Um, they get disillusioned, they're not looked yeah. properly. And, that's what we do, we mop them up and help develop them. Just because a kid's crap when he's 10 might be pretty handy by the time he's 20. I mean, look at you, you'll be there soon. Well, mate, I might get, I might get a good one day, you never know. <laughs> and I was also crap at 10, so that works out. I'm no, just, it's, 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 it's going really well. I'm, I'm looking after the under-15s group this year. Um, they've, as a group over the last couple of years, had their backsides spanked by pretty much everyone for a couple of years. Yeah. Suddenly we've got 20-odd kids, they're looking quite tidy, oh, a bit of Look confidence into them and a couple of W's and who knows, away yeah, they go. Look forward to that coming through as the next age group to come into the seniors maybe? Yeah, 18 months, two years, you'll have little groups of half a dozen or so pushing through. You never know, I might still might still be in the team, probably the freezer. Yeah, um, yeah we've got injured. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last one, when's your first set of fixtures for the kids? Well, we've got, we got our, our friends and rivals, New Ash Green, over tomorrow with all their 15 kids, whatever it is they're bringing. Not many. Whatever. They are struggling. They're struggling. Dream on. Um, When's your real first fixture? Because that's kind of a fake. Under 12s have Grey's End at home tomorrow. 
for a joint training session stroke fixture. Slash will beat you. Slash will beat you. Um, we did last year twice. We stuffed them twice last year. There you go, not surprising. And then uh, under 15s are away at Park House uh, Sunday week. Cool. So that's a, bit, a big start for them. Uh, I've had a, I had an email from the Park House coach saying they're struggling for numbers. Uh, got some young kids playing for them, and I was, of course, full of sympathy for him, and we'll trample all over them. So, Sounds good to me. Sounds nice. like a good plan. We have to check back in and let us know you did. We will. We'll do this again. We will. Okay, and let's get uh, this week's Fact of the Week. Okay, so it's time for Fact of the Week, and we are once again joined by Adam Whitehead. How are you doing, Adam? Uh, not too bad, Nick. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I'm looking forward to our fourth... Fact of the week. First three have been great, so uh, I'm excited for this one. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping that I'm hoping to keep it going. Uh, <laughs> this one's about. It's actually a fact about a different sport as well, which is fun. Um, the famous American sport of basketball was um, invented by someone called Dr. James Naismith, who okay. was actually a school PE teacher slash rugby coach who was asked to invent something to keep his team fit during the winter months. Right. So to keep his rugby players fit in the winter months in America, he invented the sport of basketball. No way. So what we're trying to say now is basically all of the good American sports were created from rugby. Basically, yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, it explains why I quite like basketball. To be honest, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. Oh, well, mental. I can't believe it. Once again, something I didn't know. And uh, I'm glad I, I, do, I now do. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks very much for that, mate. I'm pretty sure that uh, there was some rugby involved in the creation of American football as well. I'd hope so. But then they got all pansy and, you know, pads and all that. Yeah, put loads of girly pads on. <laughs> well, that is, that is brilliant, mate. Well, thanks very much again for another great fact of the week. That's no problem at all, mate. And we'll we'll catch you next week. Yeah, I hope so. So all the talking and pre-game festivities are over with. I've got my Waterboy kit on. Let's get into the game. It's Vigo versus Crowborough. Okay, half-time down here at Vigo against Crowborough. Um, It's currently... 12-0, I believe. 7-0, isn't it? No, they scored two. Have they? Yeah. Are you sure you've been watching, mate? It's like this is the old Chris Kamara scene where one gets sent off. It's like this. I only thought it was seven. No, mate, it's 14, uh, 12, 12 nil, I'm afraid. No, you're right, I do remember going over there. Yeah. So it's 12 nil to Crowbar at half time, but Vigo are fully in this game, would you agree? Uh, I agree. Like the last 10 minutes there, I think we've been working our way back into the game, uh, matching them physically. We're just struggling to finish it off with the same as last week, getting into that last 15 and not coming away with points every time. It's a pain in the arse. That last 15 metres is all that we're lacking. Vinti's been in there twice. Yep. Checo's been in there. Marcus had a run of them in, um, in there. We've had multiple forwards smashing the ball up in there. We just can't... Just can't seem to get it. over. Lack, lack of finesse. Finesse, yeah. And it's something that we're not normally lacking in. No, you're right. We're you're right. Normally, boys, we get over the normally... fucking line, don't we? Yeah. yeah well, hopefully, there. John will give him the old hairdryer at half-time. I'll tell you what, I've just walked past that and I could feel paint coming off the walls there, Nick. Fuck. It was... Uh, wasn't fun. And that's what we want. That's yeah, what we want from I John. That's what we know there. him for. That's exactly. what we want. That's what we love him for. That's what we want. And a little bit more fucking ideas bucked up. Yeah, I, I think the boys for. just need to look at themselves and come out. And if they come out rare and the Vargo, we know. They'll fucking breeze the rest of this half. Dig deep and fucking hit them hard. Let's come go, V's. Second yeah, half. Come. Great, incredible thoughts. Thanks, mate. 
So that is game over down here at Swanswood. Uh, an unfortunately large loss for Vigo. Uh, definitely a few points to be made uh, in the dick of the day and man of the match categories. Um, but we'll leave those to Elliot and whoever the man of the match is. Uh, let's get into it. Sticko, sticko of the day. We are joined on the phone by Elliot Stickins. It is time for Sticko's Dicko of the Day. How you doing, Elliot? Hi, Nick. Good, thank you. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. I'm looking forward to this week's Dicko of the Day. Yeah, it was, um, it was a tough one. I think, collectively, I would have given a team one, but cause I think there was a lot of basics that everyone just didn't perform. So I We thought we were playing football, I think, for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was monkey tennis. Like that. It was a poor match. I don't think we really did that <laughs> at all. But seeing as though I need to give one, it's going to have to be for Mr. Clements for missing that kick in front of the posts. Oh, that was poor. That was a shank. Yeah, oh, could have early doors, early penalty could have changed the whole. Could have changed the game. Could have would have been three 0 to Vigo at that stage. And exactly. to be honest, he's basically lost us the game single handedly. Pretty much. on the back foot. Well, you got three things he could do to improve. I guess improve his kicking because, I mean, yeah, spend more time. He really could. Um, so I'm not much of a kicker myself, so I don't know what tips to give. You're better than him though, so yeah, let me kick. That's two. Yeah. Well, we had. Um, if you're not feeling it, you've got Dave and Tony on the field. So number three, let one of them take it. Perfect, mate. Perfect. Can I? Can I add one? Yeah. Don't be a twat all your life. Classic. Take care of the posts. Exactly. Easy money. Well, there you go, James Clemens. Congratulations. You are Sticko's Dicko of the Day for this week. Try and get better at kicking. Otherwise, you'll be replaced. It's the only reason you're there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, only playing. Not playing. Uh, cool. Thanks for that, Sticko. No problem. See you next week. Cool. We'll speak to, speak to you next week. Bye-bye. But for now, it's that time again. It's Piggy Blinders. So, Piggy Blinders this week is coming to you from me, apparently. Clemo uh, was scheduled to come on, but he has been lost after falling into a bucket of Kit Kats. Uh, so, we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, I hope he's found soon. Um, but for now, um, three Piggy Blinders for you. The first one, uh, New Zealand winning the rugby championship again uh seems like nothing can stop them we'll see with the world cup coming around though obviously uh the second one was sinotti sinotti's stepping for newcastle to create a a pretty awesome try um just just astonishing that gives us footwork at the minute uh and my number one piggy blinder for this week Harlequin's gutsy performance to beat Gloucester, beating the Cherry and Whites. Take that, Tony. That is my three piggy blinders for this week. Uh, Clemo, if you can hear us at the bottom of that barrel of Kit Kats, please come back soon. Okay, it's Man of the Match time. And uh, for the second week on the bounce, we're joined by Elliot Stickins. Congrats, mate. I said uh, hopefully we'd speak to you soon and we're speaking to you the next week. Yeah, I didn't think it would be this soon. Christ. Oh, amazing. I'm going to have a lot to do to try and catch up on the old spotty voting for this year. <laughs> yeah, no, Can't I believe it. it. Going to be an unassailable lead soon, but I'll give him my best shot. Um, so, man of the match again, what was uh, what was the highlight of the game for you? Um, 
Well, it would have to be the the late try, I guess. I think other than that, it was pretty much just defensive work for me through the day, I guess. Mm. So Did you feel good. like... Um, sorry, cut you off. No, that's fine, Karen. Did you feel like you took a few debatable hits uh, when you had the ball? Because from the side, it looked like there was a few high ones coming your way. Yeah, I felt a few, a few shoulders hit hit the high rib. But um, I guess if the ref ref didn't see it, then I can't really complain. But I was definitely yeah. sore the next day. Yeah. So what we're saying is the ref did miss those tackles. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think there should yeah. have been a few more pens. Yeah, 100%, 100%. If you um, had to pick one other player who you felt played well, possibly deserved the award, who would it have been? Ooh, tough one. Um, I think uh, Vinty probably redeemed himself from last week's stick of the week. (laughs) He made made quite a few good breaks, made a lot of yards. I think defensively as well, put put some hits in. But yeah, he got us out of a few situations with that intercept and um, leading up to the first try, I think he broke broke down the blind. So he did did quite yeah. well. Yeah, no, Vinci Vinci did did play quite well. He did it. Did a few, got a few good breaks in there. He had to do a lot of sprinting, which was interesting. Um, which was, it looked <laughs> tough. It, yeah, it looked, it looked tough. Um, do you uh, do you have a girlfriend? Stick. I do. Yes. Oh, do you? You got a new girlfriend this week? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got in a bit of trouble um, last week. <laughs> and uh, what's her name? Uh, it's Claire. If you had to give uh, a new nickname to Ollie McSweeney, what would it be? Ollie McSweeney. Um, the, I have him saved on my phone as Ollie McWeeney. Just... Yeah, nice. I don't, I don't know where that came yeah. from. I just thought it felt fitting when I put his name in. Yeah, and uh, Dom called him something funny today, possibly as well, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I wish I had it on my phone. No, I should have written. Uh, Mc Mc something. Um, also, oh, actually, this come on. Uh, so while you hear me, um, there's a few people in the club right now claiming to be the Sesh Kings. Um, <laughs> there's, I mean, Dom has has said that he's possibly the Sesh King. Yeah. Uh, Liam Wiltshire has claimed he is the Sesh King. Uh, Ollie McSweeney's claimed he's a sesh, sesh king. Um, I think Dave Wiltshire has even claimed he's a sesh king. In your opinion, who would your vote go to for sesh king? Uh, it's got to be Davlar. Yeah, yeah, I think I agree. I think... I think I've even been at the club on a Sunday lunchtime and he's been up there with a pint of Guinness in hand. So, yeah, I mean... nice work, nice work, Davlar. So, if we're going to award a trophy at the end of the season to the all righteous supreme un- sesh king. Yeah, yeah, nice, undisputed champion of Sesh Kings. At the minute, it's looking like Dave. Maybe we'll get a few more votes from the man of the match on this each week. Yeah, I think we'll get a tally going, but yeah, at the minute, I think Davlo's showing the youngsters how it's done. Definitely, and we'll work this out during the week with man of the match votes. Yes, (laughs) yes. All right, mate. Well, thank you very much for joining us again, mate, and well done again on man of the match. Try and stop getting some votes. Yeah, hopefully we won't speak to you next week then. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wicked alright well, thanks for that mate no problem and unfortunately that's all we've got time for this week on the Vigo Rugby Podcast please click subscribe thanks for listening once again um, there is no Battle Bus Breakdown today unfortunately uh, as I've had to leave the club too quickly um, 
next week bumper episode on the battle bus all the way down to Paulborough and home again uh, so we will look forward to that and we'll make sure we get all your favourite segments back thanks again for listening this has been the Viger Rugby Podcast see you soon